So good to be back on the Jacob Media YouTube channel with NFL insider John McMullen as we bring you Football 24-7, all presented by Stateside Vodka. Johnny Mack, I missed our Wednesday Football 24-7. I missed our Tuesday uh, Coordinator's Day report. We'll jam it all into our report on Thursday, and I promise not to keep you any additional time, but nice to be back as we get ready for what should be a big game on Sunday. Uh, yeah, big game. Uh, bigger than I think people might realize because, you know, that we've talked about that term playoffs and uh, this is a big game for both teams. You think about it from an NFC perspective. Now the Saints, they think they're five and four. They're only a game behind the NFC South, but everybody is going to be in the mix for that final playoff spot in the NFC, including the Saints, including the Eagles. So if the Eagles can find a way to win this football game and you start thinking about tiebreakers and things like that, the Eagles will have the tiebreaker over Atlanta, over Carolina, and over the New Orleans Saints. And that's that would be a good thing. You know, Johnny Mack, I know uh... – you know, you follow the team, you cover the team, you travel with the team. So you make your way um, around into other markets. I'm down in Florida this week, as you uh, as you know. So I'm looking outside of call it the call it the Philadelphia bubble. And I will tell you from afar, there is this buzz about the Eagles and about Jalen Hurts and about Nick Sirianni and Devontae Smith and that is unusual to see but pretty cool to watch from afar I'm just wondering if it's the same uh through your through your lens well yeah I you know what I always talk about local uh fan bases and they're very and everywhere, it's not just Philadelphia, are very hyper-focused on their particular team. I mean, that's just uh, the way it happens. And in Philadelphia, there's a lot of passion, let's be honest. So um, the highs are really high and the lows are really low. So in a week where uh, the Eagles pretty much dominated and Chandler Hurts played the best football he's ever played, at least at the NFL level, um, it's pretty high right now. And people are talking about franchise quarterback and people are talking about Howie Roseman being nuts for scouting Kenny Pickett. And, you know, you lose on Sunday, it's going to be the exact opposite. It's just how it is. Look, look at Jalen's own words. Never get too high, never get too low. That's what I would tell people. Well, the one, the one thing that's out there, the one reference out there all of a sudden is, hey, the Eagles are a running football team. Can you imagine? Yeah, and you got to give uh, Nick Sirianni a lot yeah. of credit for that because um, he came into the season with the thought process that I'm going to try to build around Jalen Hurts as best as I possibly can. And he thought, and I think he wasn't the only one. I think a lot of people around this league thought to take advantage of Jalen Hurts' unique skill set, you would 
have to play more of a college-like offense and play a lot of RPOs and do a lot of that stuff that succeeded certainly in week one at Atlanta, uh, but tapered off pretty quickly from there. Um, And it became evident that that probably wasn't the best way to go about it. And you got to give the the rookie head coach credit for adjusting in season. And now we're going to see a big uh, challenge because this is strength versus strength. This is the top run defense in football uh, against the team that has been the best running attack in football over the past month and is number three overall throughout the season. Um, If the Eagles run the football this week, they're going to earn it. They are going to earn it because, you know, a lot of people talked about Denver and they were a top 10 run defense and the Eagles ran all over them. That's true. But Denver was missing a lot of their pieces. Alexander Johnson at linebackers, their best run stuffing linebacker. He was out. Josie Jewell was out. Three of their starting linebackers as a whole were out. The, the Saints have Cam Jordan, who's maybe the best run defender of defensive end, sort of a Brandon Graham type. He's in. They have a a big defensive tackle who's playing. Demario Davis, who is, I think, the most physical linebacker in football, he's playing. Malcolm Jenkins, we all know, I think is the most physical safety in football. He's playing. This team is is not only good against the run, all their players are going to be there. So it's strength versus strength, and whoever wins that matchup is going to, as I said, they're going to earn it. I know that week a week ago, Johnny Mack in uh, in Denver, you got a a dose of Jordan <laughs> Howard, you got a good dose of Boston Scott. Um, what will Nick Sirianni work with this week? Is Miles uh, in the equation now, and will he manage call it a triple threat in the backfield? Yeah, I mean, we'll know more Friday, uh, but certainly from what Nick Sirianni said uh, yesterday, certainly seemed like Miles Sanders is going to play. And uh, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't play. And I thought Nick went a little bit farther than I expected him to, to be honest. He said, look, this is our starting running back. When he's healthy and ready to go, he's the starting running back. So, um, Miles, I expect him to play. I expect him to be a big focus of the offense. I expect him to be the top running back. So, it, the question to me is what happens from there? What's the trickle down from there? And I think – um, Boston Scott is going to be the odd man out. And by that, I mean, he's not going to play in the offense. He's just going to go back to special teams. I think Jordan Howard is going to be the complimentary back, the between the tackles runner. Um, and I think Kenny Gainwell is going to stay in that third down role, that hurry up role. John, let me ask you uh, in reference to Miles prior to the injury, 
and prior to, you know, the hard running, angry running of Jordan Howard, Miles didn't get get the rock. He didn't get the football that much. He wasn't featured as the uh, as the talent that he is in the offense, was he? No, he wasn't. But remember, the Eagles didn't shift until uh, the Las Vegas game. And if you remember early in the Las Vegas game, um, Miles was healthy. And that's the game that Miles got hurt in. The Eagles were under center. That's where it all started. And he was very, very effective um, before the injury, which was early in the second quarter. So really small sample size, but the Eagles didn't shift their mentality until that game. And that's the game that Miles Sanders got injured. So we haven't seen Miles Sanders in this offense yet. And look, maybe he's better. Um you know, we all know the ad, old adage, if, if if it isn't broke, don't fix it. But, look, mm. they, you can't compare the talent level of Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard or Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. No, no offense to Jordan Howard. No offense to Boston Scott. They're just not as talented. So there is... Look, one of the weaknesses of Miles Sanders is he tends to try to hit the home run too much. Um, I would say if it's blocked for four yards, go get me four yards. If you're really good, you'll get me five yards. Um, What you can't do is if it's blocked for four yards, get me two yards because you're dancing in the backfield. Or even worse, negative yardage. Um. So that's what you have to keep your eye on. Hopefully, Miles Sanders learned while sitting out and watching the effectiveness of the Eagles' uh, offensive line. The home run will come. You can't go looking for it. Just like a, just like a hitter, you can't go. You can't go fishing for a slider outside the zone. It'll come to you. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest lesson Miles Sanders has to learn. And if he learns it, he's going to be a better player than Jordan Howard and, and Boston Scott. Johnny Mack is uh, the head coach. There's Nick Sirianni. Um, call it differently. Call the play differently when Miles Sanders is in the game versus when Jordan Howard is in the game. Well, that's part of it, too. Probably. Probably did. Probably knew he couldn't run as much outside zone um, without Miles Sanders. Um, So a little bit of that is involved. Um, The biggest concern to me is, look, let's be honest. People aren't going to pay attention to the context. You know, this, this sort of bubble of great running games again Detroit Lions one of the worst uh, run defending teams in the NFL Chargers bottom five Raiders bottom five Uh, Broncos were top 10 but top 10 and injured the guys who put them in the top 10 didn't play so that context gets lost all of a sudden number one shows up 
and number one with all the players that got him to number one are going to be on the field Sunday. No, no major injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Now, offensively, we'll talk about that. That's where the Eagles have the advantage. A lot of injuries for the Saints. Defensively, everybody's healthy. So this is the number one run defense, and all the guys that got him to that position are playing in the game. So if the Eagles are ineffective running the football and bottom line, they're not getting to 180 yards <clears> against this team. So people expecting that you're going to be disappointed. And miles might take the brunt of that because the context gets lost. This is different. This team is different. This team is good when it comes to stopping the run. If you get to 120 against this team, you're you're having a great day. And that might be looked at as a bad day. That's my concern. What do they allow, John? What do the Saints uh, allow? 72.9. 72.9. So if you can get a 120, that's pretty good. That's ringing the bell if you yeah. use if if you use 70 but the 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 question or the thought is if they are ineffective with the running game what does that mean to the rest of the offense and how does that change the dynamic of what we've enjoyed watching over the last couple of weeks and I'm not just talking about the running game I'm talking about the the effect that it's had on uh, Jalen Hurts, the the approach that Nick has taken uh, to the game. If if that is stonewalled from jump, then what? Um, it's going to be another opportunity to evaluate Jalen Hurts, and maybe that's a good thing. You know, he might have to go out and win this game uh, from a passing perspective. Um. And he should get the opportunity because this is not the Drew Brees Saints. This is not the explosive offense Saints. In a lot of ways, this team has been turned on its head. What typically when you think about Sean Payton and the cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. New Orleans Saints, you think about explosive offense. The exact opposite. The defense is carrying this team. Um, so they might have to go about winning a game a different way. And if he can do it, that's just another feather in Jalen Hurts' cap. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of uh, Jacob Media. John McMullen will uh, get some home cooking uh, this week. Will um, will the team finally, finally get a W at home? I don't know how important that is up to, the, uh, up to this point, but, but at some point you got to get a win at home. Oh yeah. You got to. And I, I, I've directed everybody to Nick Sirianni's post game speech in Denver. Um, even there it, with the high of winning in Denver at that high elevation. So the highest of highs, um, he was talking about, hey, guys, we got to win. We got to win one at home. He knew the Saints game obviously was coming up. We got to win. We got to win one at home. Um, the more the struggles continue, we talk about the home field advantage. Jody, McDon- Jody McDonald and I were talking about this. <clears throat> Look, when you have a good team, this is a really, really difficult place to play, Philadelphia. Really difficult place to play. Saw it for years with Andy Reid. You saw it with Doug Peterson. One of the toughest places in the NFL to play. When you're not playing well at home, sort of other side of the coin. You know, talked about Miles Sanders. If Miles is out there, if Miles is starting, if they run an outside zone on the first play of the game, the first offensive play of the game, let's say they lose two yards, you might hear some booing. Right off the bat, wow! you might hear some booing. And if they continue to lose at home, it becomes more difficult to play at home. And we've talked a lot about why is it easier for the Eagles to play on the road? Right now, it's easier for the Eagles to play on the road. And the only way they can change that is by winning at home. It's the only way. Do they look different to you, John? When they play on the road, I mean, is there anything that you see that is different? No, not not really. I mean, most of it has just come down to the the schedule, and they played four good teams at home. San Francisco 
isn't quite as good as we expected, but they're still a good team. And the Eagles probably outplayed the 49ers, weren't able to win the game. Um, then was Kansas City and Tampa Bay, the two Super Bowl teams. Um, you can't expect them to win those games, and they didn't. Um, and then you had the L.A. Chargers, and they played well against the Chargers. They ran the football. Um, you know, very good young quarterback. They weren't able to seal the deal. So they haven't had any easy opponents at home yet. Um, the Saints aren't easy. They're not what they once were. Um, by the way, the best road team in the NFC since uh, Sean Payton arrived. So they're kind of road warriors themselves. Um, but they're not what they once were. And it's another winnable game. They got to find a way to win a game like this. Chargers, Saints, good teams, not great teams. Got to find a way to win one of them. Head coach Nick Sirianni against Sean Payton. Yeah, I that's, wonder not, if... that's not good. No. That's not good. But, you know, hey, everybody goes through this with rookie coaches. I, I've said about Nick Sirianni. He's the best rookie head coach, I think. I think he's proven that. It's probably a low bar. They, they haven't been a great group, but uh, I think he's better than Brandon Staley. Um, I think Staley has a little bit more talent. Um, veteran coaches, good coaches, you know, borderline Hall of Fame coaches, and that's what Sean Payton is at this point. Um they're going to pro- he's going to teach Nick Sirianni a lesson or two. The the positive is Nick Sirianni's proved that he can learn from those lessons. Doesn't mean he can't win a football game, but the Saints probably aren't getting out coached. Let's put it that way. I know I yesterday or the day before, I think it was the day before I re Rewatched the live post game show following uh, the game last week. And I'm paraphrasing part of your interview. Um, I think it may have been Mark Farzetta who, who asked the question, but you had referenced or, or, or described this team playing, you know, angry, or with a lot more aggression, both uh, both offensively and defensively. Are you now just starting to see that? Was that the first game, the Denver game, where you came away from that and you said, hey, wait a minute, you, you know, the, the, the whole demeanor, the whole personality of the team is starting to change? Because I think that's important. Uh, no, it wasn't the first game. I, 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 I know that Nick Sirianni early in the season, I think one of the one of the biggest criticisms that hit home for him that he did not like uh, was people calling the Eagles soft or not physical or a finesse team uh, with a lot of the RPOs, a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, because Nick's kind of an old school guy 
Um, you know, he's from Western New York. He's, you know, hard nosed, uh, wanted, you know, probably wanted to punch the guy in the nose who threw the flowers at him. Um, and for whatever reason, a different narrative uh, was starting to develop. Uh, and he did not like that. So it was a uh, sort of a, a certainly a, a decision to start taking advantage of what he had on the offensive line. I mean, the Eagles offensive line is huge with, you know, you got 380 pounds with Jordan Mailata on the left side, 330 with Landon Dickerson. They can move some people. Now, sometimes they're not as good in pass protection. We all know how big Lane Johnson is. Um, Jack Triscoll's got some size, better run blocker than pass blocker as well. Um, so it started with the offensive line. Um, they wanted to get more physical on defense. That's when you saw the change from um, Eric Wilson and Alex Singleton to TJ Edwards and Davion Taylor. Um, and obviously they got more physical at running back with Jordan Howard. So they, they, they did that on purpose. Um, and it's worked to this point. And, and Nick even said it, you know, his, he often talks about his dad and the coaching family and, you know, no matter how much they try to take the physical aspect out of this game, and they try to take out more and more, it seems, each year. Generally, the more physical team wins in football, and that's what he believes, and the Eagles took that turn for a reason. And they totally, you know, people talk about um, the Dallas Goddard hit, which I got in a lot of trouble, was a legal hit, shouldn't have been a penalty, wasn't a penalty, and they say, oh, we got to be more physical. The Eagles beat the you-know-what out of the Denver Broncos. One hit doesn't mean anything. Good stuff from NFL insider John McMullen. It's funny you mentioned the, you know, the fan who threw a bouquet of flowers when Sirianni was exiting the field, and that wasn't that long ago. And back to how I started football 24-7, I almost feel in this, from that period, from that point to now, this is a completely different football team. That's what it looks like. Now, maybe it's not. You know, you know at the end, maybe that's just, you know, you have to come out of the ether when you settle back into perception versus reality but they just look different. They just seem to have some swagger. I get it. Wins will do that for you. But are they really better now, John? Or is this just a product of the opponent? Um, certainly part of it is um, opponents. Look, you, you have to take advantage of who's on the schedule. The Eagles had a difficult early season schedule. We talk, we've been talking about it since um, <clears throat> since the spring when when the schedule came out. I, I mean, you saw Kansas City, you saw um, 
Tampa Bay. Uh, some of these teams, you knew the Chargers were going to be an ascending team, or most people thought that. Uh, you know, people thought San Francisco would be a Super Bowl contender. A lot of them teams haven't lived up to expectations like San Francisco, but still a good team. Um, maybe not as good as expected. And the back half was easier. And it started with Detroit. Um, and now, once you get by the Saints, um, then you start talking about the Giants and the Jets and the Washington football team twice, uh, Giants again. So the easier part of your schedule um, has has started. And, and obviously Detroit, look, <laughs> they're on the schedule. That's who the Eagles have to play. Uh, Denver, they're on the schedule. They were banged up when the Eagles hit them. The old adage, you know, it's not who you play, it's when you play them. Yeah. And the Broncos were missing two starting tackles and three linebackers. Not the Eagles' fault. And I got it. That's why I brought up with the Saints. Alvin Kamara did not practice today. Teron Armstead, Ryan Ramsick, who are probably the best bookend tackles in the NFL, did not practice. The Eagles could be facing a team for the second consecutive week without both of their starting tackles. And Denver's starting tackles were average. These are the best duo of starting tackles in the NFL. Not their fault. If they're hurt, you got to take advantage of the situation. That's that's the NFL. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen here on the Jacob Media uh, YouTube channel. Football Friday uh, tomorrow. Uh, the game, of course, on Sunday, a 1 p.m. kick. Will the Eagles get their first home win? Perhaps a win over the Saints? And we're talking playoffs next week again, right, well, I Johnny? Think we all are. Trevor Simeon. Remember, it's not Drew Brees, not even Jameis Winston. Yeah. It's Trevor Simeon. <laughs> we can't even get to Kamara and Armstead and Ramsey. Trevor Simeon. Gotta take advantage of it. Good stuff tonight from John McMullen on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We thank everybody, of course, for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, uh, and subscribe as we continue to build out and grow uh, the Jacob Media YouTube channel. And last reminder, go to statesidevodka.com, use the keyword Jacob, and get 15% off of the Stateside Vodka Soda like so many of our YouTube subscribers have done since we started football 24-7. At first, it was a one-liter bottle of stateside vodka, and now it's the stateside vodka soda. And pretty soon, we'll be looking for a new product because our audience does react, Johnny Mac. Well done. Uh, great stuff. Nice to be back on the air with you. We'll see you tomorrow, uh, and see you this weekend, brother. All right. Thanks, Krause. All right. Thank and you, Congratulations. Johnny I appreciate that, my friend. The good stuff, Johnny Mac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah appreciate it very much.